Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors, brought to you by Bear River Lodge. Two hours of stories and information on hunting, fishing, and high adventure. Our host is Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. Good morning and uh, welcome to a brand new day. It is a pleasure, as it always is, here on a Saturday morning to have you with us, especially this Mother's Day weekend with weather looking so perfect. We're going to be in the 70s today and tomorrow, just a slight chance. Make sure you plan your uh, barbecue with mom a little early in the afternoon because it looks like afternoon time we're going to start into this monsoonal moisture flow where we'll get regular afternoon showers and thunder showers for uh, probably about 10 days, according to Matt Johnson. So uh, something to think about tomorrow as you get ready to celebrate mom. Uh, In studio, recording this program on Thursday, as we always do here for another week uh, at Broadcast House. I'm Tim Hughes. I was starting to wonder if these next two guys were actually ever going to come home. Uh, it's it's lonely in here without you uh, now that you've been popping in and yeah. out. Russ Smith just back from the M I S S I S S I P P I. That's the place. Hey, good to be back. Actually, it yeah, was, it was about I think it was a little over three weeks. It was nice. That's it's been a while since we've been gone that long. Well, that's that was my next question. When's the last time you were able to do that? Man, I I don't remember. And you were able to do a little business because you have all the technology if you need it. Yeah, we really put it to the test this time. And so we were we were doing billing and all kinds of stuff out of the uh, whatever you want to call it, the bus. We call it the bus. Yeah. Uh, and the pictures you sent me of, quote, unquote, the office uh, yeah. looked like a nice loungy place to sit uh, there it in the was. campground. It was comfortable, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this other guy, yeah. I really thought he was not coming. <laughs> I, I One day you'd see pictures from uh, Portugal, and the next day you'd see pictures from Copenhagen, and he said he was going to stay two days, and four days later he's still there. <laughs> I mean, how many times did you change your plans while you were out there? Never. Um, we had six days booked in Copenhagen altogether, oh. plus plus the, the 18 or whatever it was in Portugal. Yeah. I'll ask you the same question I asked him. When's the last time? Well, you're a teacher. You were able to take summers off, right? Right. You know, it It still hasn't really sunk in. I do. I feel like it's been summer break. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, we call our bus the P-A-R-T-E-E bus. The party bus. Okay. Yeah, party bus. Is there still too much snow and water to get the party bus parked where you want to park it this summer? Um, three holes are underwater, so they you play the first three three times or twice, whatever, oh, what? I guess. How come- I'll find out today. I, I got home last night, so my first round of golf will probably be this afternoon. How come we're not reporting that? If You're serious about uh, holes on the golf course being underwater? Yeah. Wow. We have yeah, not. I'm we always have, serious, we have, not you know ta- we have not talked about that. Uh, well, they're not advertising it because I don't think they're open to anybody else but us because we live there. Uh, but And that's the Weber, right? Right. The Weber's flooding. Oh. Huh. Wow, um, it's something we keep a close eye on around here, but uh, we'll uh, we'll do some more checking on that. Water's a big topic this week, and it's mostly good news. I mean, the fact that it's not good news when your favorite golf hole <laughs> uh, floods, 
Or stuff. you can't get into your camp spot. That's not good. But I think that's going to be the case for many people as we start to get close now to Memorial Day. I wrote an article for KSL.com uh, or KSLnewsradio.com a couple of weeks ago that uh, many of these campsites are still under a couple feet of snow. Yeah. So it's not like you're going to be able to get in there. And when you can access it, there's going to be mud and the danger of the streams is still going to be high. So, you know, Tim, it's a good trade-off. I'll take that yeah, every time. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, I do have a fish bites because people have already been inundating me with questions about the effects of this summer, when they're going to get in the U.N. and all that. So I'm going to talk about that on fish bites because I'm old enough to remember when this was normal. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know how normal it is for uh, Lake Powell to be raising, rising every day by a foot, but that's what's really? happening down there right now. 186-mile-long lake, 2,000 miles of shoreline, and that sucker is coming up a foot a day. Awesome. That's a lot of water. Let's hope the, let's hope the Great Salt Lake follows that trend. Yeah. Well, uh, Great Salt Lake's up four and a half feet. It's looking good. As of this week. Yeah. So that's also a, a crazy thing to think about. But I, I will mention a couple of these things in our uh, News of the Week in just a few minutes, but I'll throw a couple out now. I just got a note from uh, Lake Powell Resorts and Marinas that Bullfrog North boat ramp in uh, North Lake Powell is operable for houseboats and larger vessels. Oh. So already you're able to put some boats in the water. And you remember how many times they had to extend those uh, boat yep. ramps? They just kept pushing them out and pushing them out and pushing them out. Now the pictures are looking a whole lot better down there, which is uh, just fantastic. Yes. Speaking of fish bites, uh, we'll also tell you about $450,000 uh, that is being set aside to help the Blue Ribbon Fisheries Program in the state of Utah. That's a lot of money. And they've, yeah. they've got some specific um, projects that they're working on. Uh, we'll check on the levels of Deer Creek and uh, Jordan Hill Reservoir. We had, you wouldn't have known this, Navi, but maybe you heard it, Russ. Uh, we had uh, Cam Phillips on from Strawberry last week. And he actually was up at the marina store. So he walked right down, uh, what well, I was going to say, walked right down to the rip or to the water. What he walked down to Over is to. ice. Yeah. Oh, still frozen. There's huh? two feet of ice up there, oh, and we're in man. mid-May. Yeah. You were hoping to get to Panguitch to do some fishing with your class, and that never uh, right, transpired. Right, right. And if I hope any of them are listening because I didn't know what to do, but my plan was mid-April to go down to Panguitch because that's when the ice comes off and make up for one of the – we got skunked when we caught five fish, but we got skunked. That's never happened, so I was going to make it up to them. But good heavens, the lake never thought, and I had to go to Portugal. Yeah. Well, to have two feet of ice, and I asked Cam, he's, you know, in his late 20s, maybe early 30s, late 20s, I think. Uh, he's never seen it. And he asked his dad, Paul, Paul's never seen it, that we had two feet of ice still on the water up there. You uh, got to be old like me to remember. I'm 63. <laughs> well, I don't know how old Paul is, but he's probably, you know, late 50s. Younger than me. 50s. Yeah, definitely. We're going to hear from uh, Tim Ryan again this week with row right. 4 ALS. Mm -hmm. What are they up to right now? Is it just still on the planning think, stage? Yeah, I think it's just, just finishing touches. Um, they, they've got a little equipment change. I don't need to go in detail on that. But but uh, that came up all of a sudden, and I hope to see him this afternoon. He's picking up the SIM card for the B-GAN Oh, the B-GAN yeah, unit. Yeah. yeah, his message says... We will also be up tomorrow, speaking of today, at 2 a.m., taking an eight-hour class being taught in London. I want to find out what that's about. 
uh, wow. getting a little help with their rowing instruction, I guess. Yeah. Although they've got some experience after their Atlantic Yeah, uh, he, he did. When I texted him, he texted back. He's just sitting there waiting for the show to start. Okay, so, good. Yeah. Uh, we'll make contact with him here in a bit. Uh, also, uh, Navi will have his fish bites. We'll talk with Darren DeBlois, who is the Game Mammals Coordinator for the Division of Wildlife Resources. We've had more cougar encounters recently, and so we wanted to talk cougar safety. Those guys can sneak up on you sometimes. I have yet to hear from Bob and Mark, but last week they were out and about uh, actually broadcasting from the front seat of the Subaru, I think, mm. in Kanab, <laughs> which, which was uh, kind of fun. And Roger Egger from Bear River Lodge, of course, will check in with us, as he always does, so we'll look forward to that. But uh, sit tight, guys. We'll uh, come back with some news of the week. Uh, after the news on the half hour, that's when we'll make our contact with Tim Ryan. Row 4 ALS. We'll find out. Uh, look at that picture, by the way. I put on our Facebook yeah, page. That. That's, that's a great, great shot. Oh, isn't yeah. It? yeah. A sunset with all on board, and you get a chance to see this isn't your average uh, rowboat. <laughs> Quite a bit different, actually. Pretty high-tech rowboat. Stay with us. We'll have more of KSL Outdoors Radio in just a minute. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Beautiful, rich, and brown. KSL Outdoors with Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. I wanted to share some information about the uh, money and the causes, uh, the projects that are going to benefit from that money for the Blue Ribbon Fisheries Program. But I was watching um, KSL Outdoors television. Oh, yeah. With, with Adam Eagle, and he shared information about something I had heard nothing about, but there's a, a nice little bit of prize money, a little bit, about 10 grand, yeah. I think. Uh, something called Scout to Hunt's Ultimate Treasure Hunt. And I just wanted to share briefly uh, what was on Adam's show. Last week, we told you about Scout to Hunt's Ultimate Treasure Hunt for a shed antler in Utah. That one found is worth $10,000, and now the hunt is on. Scout to Hunt has hidden five one-of-a-kind shed antlers on public lands in Arizona, Idaho, Nevada, New Mexico, and Utah. The person who finds these sheds will win $10,000 worth of Bitcoin or cash for each shed found. The shed in Utah is from a mule deer and will have a similar inscription like this one. To find this mule deer shed in Utah, you're going to have to solve a riddle. Each shed has its own riddle. So if you solve the riddle from start to finish, you'll find the shed. But we make it extremely difficult. Um, They're very accurate and it's based on not only the geography of the state, but also its history and culture. But because of the difficulty on a weekly basis for each shed hunt, we're giving uh, hints, weekly hints. Uh, They're also found in the the free Scout to Hunt app. But it does help to be a Shedicated subscriber. Uh, You get a 
one week advantage, so you get hints week one week early. And we just wanted to add an you know, additional incentive for, for outdoorsmen to go out with their families and, and have fun getting to know their state geographically and historically. The Utah Riddle was released last Monday. It's pretty long, so we'll put it on our KSL Outdoors Facebook page, or you can look it up on the free Scout to Hunt app. Good luck and good hunting. You know what that is, actually, is uh, marketing for for an app from Shed to Hunt. But I thought, you know, hats off to them for coming up with a great idea. And if they're doing that five times, that's $50,000. Uh, but, um, yeah, if you want more information on it, you can uh, look up Scout to Hunt. And I know you couldn't see the inscription on the one uh, shed that is left in Utah. It's It says Scout to Hunt. It's engraved in there and then their uh, company logo. So that'll give you an idea of what you're looking for. But uh, good luck. That'd be a lot of fun. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. If you need an excuse to get outdoors, there you go. There you go. Uh, all right, back to this idea of the uh, money that's sitting there ready to help Blue Ribbon Fisheries Advisory Council this year. They're, they're putting up $450,000 that's going to be paired with other partner funds. So it's going to total $1.3 million by the time they get it all uh, said and done. And thank goodness there are people that are willing and companies that are willing yeah. to help here. Just a couple of them that are listed uh, that are going to come for help. Installing fish habitat at Pineview Reservoir. They're going to install some artificial habitat structures in the south arm of the Pineview Reservoir. We actually participated in that some years ago. Christmas tree collection. It it was. We were looking for people with Christmas trees, and if I remember, rope or chain. It went into Yuba Reservoir, didn't it? Yeah. Is it Yuba? Yeah. See, you've got a good memory. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Uh, the installation of that habitat should help increase the size of the perch and crappie in the reservoir. About 10000 is going to be allocated there. The Duchesne River Bank Stabilization, they'll spend $25,000 on that project. They've seen some erosions along the bank of uh, the Duchesne River near Hannah that they have got concerned about. And this is just for you, Russ. Mm. They're going to spend $42,000, more than they're spending on the uh, bank stabilization, on a new bathroom. Wow. Yeah, the Kaibo King. Uh, Where? Strawberry Reservoir. Oh, nice. New restroom facilities at the new Chicken Creek East parking area, which is badly needed up there. Yeah, it is. Uh, (laughs) But last year, uh, 16 Blue Ribbon Fishery projects and initiatives were completed, and over the past decade, the program has funded 173, allocating $3.2 million. Hats off to all those that are working on those projects, those that are helping to fund those projects. Good stuff. We're going to take a break. Uh, news on the half hour. And let's see what's coming up on the other side. Oh, Tim Ryan, row mm, 4 ALS, yeah. will be joining us. And then Navi will jump back in. We'll get you some fish bites before we wrap up our number one of this week's KSL Outdoors show here on a Thursday. Hope you're enjoying it on this Mother's Day weekend. Stay right there. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. 
You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.